Baby on the way? Do you find yourself thinking a lot about your family's future and ways you can plan for your family's future help? You should look into cord blood banking with Viacord for your newborn. Visit Viacord.com. That's V-I-A-C-O-R-D.com to learn all about the benefits of saving your baby's cord blood for your family. Cord blood banking is a great way to start your family's future healthcare planning. That's V-I-A-C-O-R-D.com. This is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges, 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 and challenges. Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. He is Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. Sorry, guys. No Becky tonight. She's out sick due to the coronavirus. So we all (laughs) hope that she gets well soon. Make sure you guys send her cards and best wishes. But let's go ahead and jump into season 25, episode 10, Free Agents. Not going to ask how our days are? (laughs) Who gives a shit? (laughs) That's the answer. (laughs) There's someone out there that cares. So the house is worried about Cara because she hasn't come back from injuring her hand. It's probably a sprain. I hope she can still compete. Yeah, absolutely. Deserves it. Cara Marie has been gone. After the challenge, she did not come back, and she went straight to the hospital. I don't really care if she stays or not. All we know, less than a week ago, she'd be best friend. We're in a fight right now. Why didn't you apologize? Why didn't she apologize? Because she wasn't in the wrong. The way you talked to her. Like, shut the up, Cara. You're annoying as Shut up. Now you won't even talk to her? I'm letting Laurel know that um, she is condescending, rude, and mean, and she needs to hear from someone else. You know you're wrong, and you don't want to admit it. You can't just be okay with something in my personality and then all of a sudden not be okay with it. I am who I am. You can be a little scary. You guys claim to be best friends. Does that really mean you're going to ruin a friendship and not talk to each other? I mean, it seems kind of petty. Just because I'm not talking to her right now doesn't mean that I don't care about her. It's not like I have any ill will towards her. I just don't want to talk to her. Now you're just getting a little bit, like, defensive towards us. I'm getting defensive because I feel like you're all taking her side. Mm, yeah. Nice right, talk, we're not. We're just kind of not trying to make you upset. I feel like I'm getting ganged up on right now. I don't feel like they're even listening. I feel like they have their mind set up and they don't want to hear what I have to say. It upsets me and I don't want to cry in front of three men. So CT flat out takes Carver's side and represents the boys' opinion on the matter. Um, do you guys think that the boys are on the right side of this argument, backing up Carver over Laurel? Bananas. Yeah, I mean, we see... I mean, they were there in the room, so they know the full story. And if they're taking Carver's side, you gotta, you gotta believe it. From what we saw, Laurel, Laurel was being a meaner person. But they're both stubborn. 
the same time, but like, yes, Laurel should be the one to make the move first. Oh, I see. You're using the uh, Donald Trump, there's good people on both sides argument. Good for you, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I mean, I think I think all the guys would have stayed neutral, but after what Laurel did in that elimination that Kara was in, where she pretty much just cheers on Jessica the entire time, that kind of put a sour taste in all these guys' mouths, I think. And at this point in their challenge careers, a lot of the guys respect both of them. So whoever's acting more childish is going to get essentially blamed. All right. So Cora comes back and CT greets her at the door. Hi. <gasps> Yay. You made it. Don't ever do that to me again. How are you doing? Fine. I've spent all night at the hospital, and I am just completely exhausted. I wrap my sweatshirt around my hand. I'm just trying to hide it. Hi. This is where I like to be again. Where's your hand? I have a fracture in my fourth metacarpal, a nice little split. It'll take a month to heal, at least. I really, really want this final so bad. No, sorry, Carl, that happened to you. You don't deserve it. I really have a new love of you, Miss Teresa. And if I can't, I hope you do. The fight between Laurel and Kara has brought Kara and I closer together. I don't think Kara deserves a friend like Laurel at all. If I have to do this with one hand behind my back, I will. So, Kara does have a major injury, and she has been through three eliminations. She has been killing it this season. Do you guys think that this season, it's Kara's challenge to lose? Tyler. I mean, at this point, everything that Kara runs into, she is tackling and taking down. She is competing just as well as, as Laurel has this entire season. And I don't think it's like she's a front runner, but I think they are a front runner. We know the final is going to have three people in it from each gender. And I think those two have almost like solidified their place. I mean, Tyler does have a point. I mean, if you look at the remaining females, those two definitely stand out a lot more than anyone else. I mean, when you compare Laurel and Kara to Teresa, Nani, and Devin, they're on two different playing fields. This is an easy win for Kara and Laurel, given Kara has, having two hands, but that injury is going to be a big factor in the rest of her game. All right, let me ask you. Without the injury, say that the final comes down to Kara, Laurel, and Nani. Do you think that Kara can beat Laurel in a final? It depends on who has Zach when he collapses. <laughs> I'm speaking generally, not just oh. like specifically this final, but oh. this car um. has what it takes to beat Laura in the final. Theoretically, he's saying Zach makes a final and he potentially might have this happen. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tyler? No, 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 no. You, you gave an answer. It, it wasn't good enough, so here I am. All right, so, <laughs> so essentially what I think is that Kara could beat Laurel uh, over any of the other girls in the field. The reason why is because Kara is easier to work with than Laurel. She's not going to yell at her teammate. You know, she might get yelled at, which will just motivate her. And Kara has something that most of these other girls don't, and that's heart. I mean, we saw in that looper elimination, we saw it in Balls In where she breaks her hand and now she's not quitting, she's got heart. And this is a turning point for her in her challenge career. Absolutely. Well said. 
Well, I disagree with what Tyler said, in a way. Yes, Laurel might yell at her partners, but Kara can't take getting yelled at by her partners. If she's doing the wrong thing, she'll break down. Whether Laurel, who is a, is a high chance of Laurel, won't be doing the wrong thing. If you, if you see a team with Laurel and any other guy, there's a good chance they're going to win. But if you see Kara and any other guy, the chances aren't as greater as it would be with Laurel. See, but not every male challenger resorts to having to scream on a female partner. Remember Mark and... I'm not saying screaming. I'm just saying, Kara's more known to crack under pressure than Laurel is. But she's also known to perform excellent under pressure, too. Yeah, she had her bad moments, but she's also had great moments when the pressure was on. I'd rather take a consistent Laurel. I'm, I'm sure you would. <laughs> so... Kara has some thoughts on her fallout with Laurel. Laurel started crying. She can f herself. She's the biggest bitch ever. The fact that when I went up there and she was the one that had her back turned to me and was cheering for Jess, f yourself. I'm great. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you're leaving, okay? And if you're leaving, I don't want to I don't want you to leave on the terms that I feel that we were on. Like, what you did, the way you acted, was ugly. It hurt me. At any point, you could have said, I am sorry. I you still could say I'm sorry, and you have not. I haven't said I'm sorry because of the things that you did afterwards. After oh, the, the things I did after. OK. Obviously, I'm pissed off, and I'm going to lash out. Because the longer you go without talking to me, and the longer you go without apologizing to me, the more it makes me feel like an idiot, and that our friendship was completely invalid in the first place. So honestly, Laurel, I am done with you. Honestly, I'm done. It's not over one little incident. It's over a multitude of things that have finally added up. I don't understand why she just won't say I'm sorry. Our friendship is over. Laurel, you're not even going to want Because, Laurel, you are, you're not a friend. The way you've treated me and the way that you just sat down and talked to me, the first things you should have said was I'm sorry. You did not. Like, you up. What is wrong with you? All you want to do is sit down and say, are you okay? You said it. I'm okay, but I'm done. I wish you would come back and sit down. Cara Maria and I are very similar people, and over the years, her and I have become sisters, and so this is probably what it feels like to be sisters. I don't know. I never thought that, like, our friendship would be over. So Kara's defensive, Laurel's sorry, and Kara ends the friendship between her and Laurel. Is this the right thing for Kara to do? Or is this something she's going to regret in the future? Bananas. It's the right thing to do. Especially this point in the game, you don't want any distractions. You just want to play your own game, move forward, and do what's best for yourself. And even though it creates an enemy with Laurel, it, it, you have to move on. You have to clear your mind and focus on you. Let's go ahead and move into the daily. The first thing TJ does, he addresses the elephant in the room. All right, guys, welcome to your 10th challenge here on Free Agents. First order of business, Cara Maria. You have been absolutely killing it. Every challenge, every elimination, just going off. Sending girls home right and left, but I understand that you had an injury. I can totally run, solve puzzles, anything, anything. Okay, well, we took it to the challenge, doctor. I've seen this before. You show up, you're in your uniform, and then TJ says, sorry, you have to go home. Please, 
I don't want to go home. I'm here to compete, and I want this so bad. He said, if you think that you can do it, and you want to take full responsibility for your injury, it's up to you. I didn't come this far to walk away now, Teach. Hell yeah. I'm here. Do you want to continue? Yes. <laughs> I don't care what $125,000 is, I'm taking my ass home. It's broken. It's going to cost me that much just to fix it. Good job. I like it. <laughs> the fact that she is willing to stay in the game and uh, compete with a broken hand, it's a really impressive uh, statement of you know, the amount of heart that that girl has. Oh, thank God. There's no way I'm going home. If I have to compete with my hand tied up behind my head, then I will do it. He lets Carver take full responsibility, and he lets her continue. Now, Carver has a pretty banged-up hand, and if your hand isn't working in one of these dailies or one of these challenges, that's going to severely limit you. Do you think Carver should have cut bait and just went home instead of trying to compete with a broken hand? No, I mean, this is like what I was talking about earlier is this is just kind of showing who she used to be to who she's turning into now. You know, this is a completely different Kara, one that I feel like if this would have happened on Cutthroat, probably would have quit, probably would have went home. But she's got this confidence about her now. She believes in herself. And I think she's ready to prove other people wrong, which she's still strong here. She's still stronger than Devin with one hand. I don't think her confidence plays a factor in this. I think it's this season is one of the best chances she'll ever have. I feel like, like what Tyler said, she is possibly better than Devin with one hand. Nani and Teresa aren't as great as they will become. And Kara is easily top two, top three, even with one broken hand right now. So if I'm Kara in her head with one hand, I can easily make money right now. All I got to do is stay out of filminations and ride till the end. The thing about it is, it does take a lot of heart to compete with an injury. I don't think she should have stayed in because once you got an injury, we all know if you're playing this game and once everybody knows that you have an injury or if you're hurt, even if you're sore, once the cast knows that you're injured, you immediately become marked. We've seen it happen for years to come. Oh man, I don't know. My shoulder hurts. I don't know. My leg is feeling kind of funny. Uh, if other people know that you're hurt, you're going to go in. I think that the negative outweighs the positive. But maybe it's something she just had to do for herself. Either way, I, um, it's, it's definitely commendable. So that was dope. Today's daily is going to be pairs, and it's going to be called... We'll do it. All right. Today, you guys are playing Crossover. This challenge is going to be played in guy-girl pairs. As you can see, we are standing next to a beautiful lagoon with a giant sandbar across the water. That sandbar has treasure chests with puzzle pieces in them. When I say go... You're gonna try and get across this water as fast as you can. With a kick, swim, wade, whatever you gotta do to make it across to that sandbar. Once you get to the other side, one of you guys is gonna dig up that chest. That chest contains your puzzle pieces. So you bring those pieces back across and put them on your puzzle. You then have to go back and find the second chest, only this time, your partner has to dig them up. And once you bring the contents of that second treasure chest back, you and your partner are gonna solve that puzzle as fast as possible. The team that puts their puzzle together the fastest will win today's challenge, be safe from elimination, and also be choosing one guy and one girl to send into the elimination round. The draw is going to be made up of the two last place teams. And the only way to stay safe in this game is to win. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? 
Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. So, this baby looks tough as shit. And now, Corey is going to have to sandbag a guy with being her partner. And CT steps up to the plate. In this game is to win. All right, so let's pick captains. We'll start with the girls. All right, Cara. I'm going to give this 150 million percent, but I don't want to screw you over. Take me now. Take me. Shut up. Can we keep it Boston, please? Shut up. <laughs> I'll take Cara Maria any day with a broken hand of any of these girls. All right, so how does CT volunteering himself to be Cara's partner make you feel? Tyler. This makes me feel good. I mean, they talk about how, like, they're each other's number ones all the time, and I feel like The Challenge is one of those shows, one of those reality competitions, where people can, like, step away from their word at any moment, and he doesn't, and I, I appreciate it. I literally do appreciate it. It's, it's a good moment. Yeah, I think it was a, definitely a good confidence boost to give to Kara because especially with someone an injury, no one really wants to volunteer to be their partner. But, but when CT does that, I think it like lights a fire on the car trying to... Now she has to prove herself like, oh, now I have to try my best in order to make, my, in order to make a number one win because if we lose, you know, it's the draw or you don't think you voted in. But I, I, did like, I did enjoy the moment. It was nice to see Team Boston reconnect and stuff like that. I absolutely love this moment. CT knew it was going to be a difficult ride. There was times where he panicked, but he definitely came through. He held it down. And I feel like that's a moment that's outside of just the game. I feel like that was a real human moment. And sometimes with reality TV, moments like that, you know, it's, it's easy to get lost. It was one of my most favorite, favorite moments from this season. And this season is full of a lot of wonderful moments. So let's get into this daily. I think I should probably dig first because I'll be the freshest at that point. Okay. Kyra's got too much heart. A couple broken fingers aren't going to stop her from finishing this challenge. Oh, it's lucky. It is lucky. Your feet sink in like two or three feet. It feels like you're, you're like something's going to come up and just like suck on your, on your leg. <laughs> to pick up the pace and get this puzzle done because we cannot lose this challenge. Yeah, triangle, big one. Little guy. What's up? Damn, I did one of these in second grade. We have two squares. Two squares, well, not anymore. Johnny and I are working well together on this puzzle. We're communicating well, we're trying all avenues, and we're staying focused. Got it! Please, 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 please! You guys are good. I hear the last thing you ever want to hear, bananas celebrating. Somehow, some way, Nani and I, the two most unlikely puzzle people on the planet, managed to solve this, and neither one of us can believe this just happened. I just broke my puzzle curse. All right. So that daily was long, it was hard, it was dirty, it was wet, and you needed to use a puzzle. We usually don't see a lot of, a lot of dailies that go this long, 
Uh, did any of these moments really stand out to you? And what was your favorite moments? And what was the moments that you didn't like that much? Antonio. Well, from what I recall, I believed he was the only male did the first time. And he was, you know, they finished first. I think that was probably one of the best strategies to go into it. Well, my favorite moment is how, is how Bananas and Nani caught up. I mean, the puzzle is always going to be the great equalizer. And that's when they made up their ground and was able to eke out this win. Yeah, I, I enjoyed every aspect of this daily. I think it took everything that we want out of it, you know, strength, endurance, mental. I, I, would, I would tweak it a little bit. I thought that there was an aspect that they could have improved on that would have made it even better. Um, however, I think that, yeah, everything else was awesome. Having both people having to dig instead of just letting one person dig, I think that was a great addition to it. So what would you tweak? Oh, so what I would have changed is once they got all their bags across, each individual person had their own puzzle. Instead of finishing a puzzle as a pair, from that point on, it's the, it's the first two, male and female, to finish are safe. And that's what I would have done. Yeah, for a free agent season, I, I can see that going through. Because essentially, Nani didn't do anything but stand there. Carr didn't do anything but stand <laughs> there. Uh, Zach and Teresa probably worked together. And Leroy and Laurel were, were pretty close to finishing it. But, I mean, if you did it that way... I mean, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if Bananas and Teresa were first. Possibly. So Nani is in full gloat mode, and Johnny Riley is not here for it at all. What a challenge, guys. What a challenge. Oh, Nani. You deserve every drink you got tonight. <laughs> Nani's killing it right now. She's just catching breaks. She is, but this is the time to catch them. You can't get mad at her for that. Completely mind me that someone like Nani, like she gets to determine you and Kara's fate. Talk about kicking a dog when it's down. Like if I were to say something to Bananas, and be like, uh, vote Kara Marianne. That'd just be a move. Yeah. I don't want that on my conscience. Yeah. It's just really frustrating that I'm even in this position right now. I'm feeling a little tense and definitely nervous that I might be going into elimination. That's so, such a vote. Yeah, so I'm just like, I did not want to have to feel this way today. You know what I mean? I'm hanging on by the grace of God. Teresa doesn't want to feel guilty by campaigning for Cara, and Johnny Riley might be a bit of a sourpuss, but should Teresa feel guilty for still wanting an injured Cara to go into elimination today? Absolutely not. It's a free agent's game. It's literally Teresa or Cara. Teresa's not going to say, vote me in. Yeah, and I don't think Teresa said anything bad, really. I think Teresa's going to do what's best for her game. Kara's going to do what she thinks is for her game, and that's it. No, I mean, I, I support Teresa on this. I think maybe not campaign for yourself to not go in. You know, don't dog on her. Just let it be. But I don't, I don't have any, you know, bad feelings about her wanting Kara to go in instead of her. It is an individual game. You're playing for yourself. You know, you got you to do what you got to do. Well, you know, one thing we didn't talk about is the mistake that CT and Kara actually made in the daily. We didn't talk about it. I was, honestly, I was going to bring that up. It was major because they're going into this towards the end and they decided to finish their puzzle. Well, the first, second, and third place to finish can be voted in and fourth and fifth go into the draw. I think the draw would have been a better bet if you're Kara and CT. Very interesting. I didn't even think of that. Especially once Kara said, like, oh, shit, she's hearing Banana's voice. I think that should be like, that should have been a trigger in her mind. Be like, oh, he hate, like, we're not on good terms. He's going to screw me over and put me in. Why the fuck would I want to come in second place, third place? 
Well, you know, usually in the moment you're competing, you're not really thinking about tossing. The only time you really think about tossing a challenge is way before, is like the day before the challenges. Hey, we need to get this person out. We got people on the other team who's going to vote them in. You don't really think about tossing the challenge in the middle of it. You're just trying to finish. You're trying to compete and get the best time. I'm pretty sure at that time, they still thought that they might even be able to pull out a victory here. I mean, but you could argue that what if Leroy was sabotaging Laurel? Every time she was getting pieces correct, he would kind of move stuff and shift it because he wanted to be in the draw because he knew, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. No, I, I think Leroy, this was Leroy's one to win. At least come in second. Once he heard Bananas won, I can't hear him cheering. That's when you realize, all right, let me come in second and third. I know I'm safe because my boy is not going to put me in. Well, that, hang on a second. You're saying that's what you would think, and that's what he should think. But Leroy was set in stone saying, I want the draw every time. I don't know if Leroy... No, not, not this episode, though. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that's his strategy. I don't know if Leroy, on the fly, can change that and not put himself in the draw. Just saying. But it was just some food for thought on Car and CT. So. But we can continue with uh, nominations. So the challengers head out for dinner. And Kara sees Teresa kissing Nani's ass. It just sucks that we couldn't figure out a puzzle, yeah. though. Do you know how depressing it is? <laughs> and my head was like, oh, I'm hopeless. Teresa's getting cuddly with Nani. Good gameplay. After the show that she put on for me this morning when I came back, and now I'm seeing her kissing the right asses. I'm just frustrated. Laurel likes people that don't question her. And as soon as Kara started thinking for herself, it's a friendship. Like, you know, that's don't... how we are all feeling. Like, yeah, don't lose a friendship over nothing. I feel so bad for Kara right now. As much as I don't want to go into elimination, I don't want to say, hey, voting Kara. What more do you want to do to this girl? Like, just leave her be. Come on, man. Everyone's just so two-faced, it's insane. What does she have to gain to get rid of somebody who's crippled? Wouldn't you rather keep me around now that I'm handicapped? If there is a snake in the grass, it's Teresa. This girl will do whatever it takes for her to stay in the game. It's disgusting to me. All right, so Cora isn't really feeling Teresa's politics. Now CT decides to share his thoughts on Cora Maria. Really oh, I don't know what a man is gonna do. I'm kind of killing myself because, like, I told myself I wouldn't play this game emotionally anymore. Yeah. Well, and I could have easily said no to Kara, and then I would have been on Laura's team. Yeah. That would have been strategically the better play. Yeah, but damn, I don't know, man. Like, they just, I just feel for that girl, man. Like, Kara, I just I kind of feel like I let it down, but that girl needs a break, man. That girl needs a break. So back at the house, Kara Marie is icing her hand and her and Loru are still not speaking at all. Carmen has made it clear that our friendship is over, but I'm not this monster, you know? Like, I do have a, a heart. Carmen might go home tonight, and I don't know what I want to say. So I don't know what's going to happen, really, at all. We'll see. Loru is in tears, and she's hurt. And it looks like she's starting to regret how things are shaking between her and Cara Maria. Now, at the winner's table, Nani and Bananas begin to talk shop. This is when my emotions kick in, and it's like, it's hard for me to decide which one out of the two girls that I want to go in. They're both really good, and I like the both of them. But Cara is strong, probably the strongest girl here. So why would you want that in the final? That's what I'm saying. She injured her hand, like, 
I feel bad saying her name and voting her in again, but at the same time, this is a game and she chose to be here. I know I'm gonna come out looking like the monster here, like I'm putting in the wounded dog to fight another day when she really doesn't have that great of a shot. But if she's gonna ignore her broken hand, then why shouldn't I? The winners are in a tough situation and Bananas doesn't want to come out looking like a monster and Nani still feels bad. Should the winners even consider Cora Maria's hand injury? Or is it fair game for them? We already know how it is with Teresa. Teresa doesn't want to go in, so it's fair game for her. But the winners have a chance at influencing this game. Should they take this time to give Cora Maria a break that's not in her hand? Or is she on the table, on the menu, just like everybody else? Tyler? Yes and no. I'm going to give both answers. If you're Johnny Bananas, Yes, she should be on the table because if you have to partner up with her on a climbing challenge, let's say, or a rowing challenge or something swimming, she's not going to be able to do as well in a final. It's going to hurt you. No, she shouldn't be on the table for Nani because this is Nani's best chance to beat Kara in a, in a final is with a broken arm. So a broken hand. So like both sides are valid. Bananas doesn't want her there because it'll hurt his game. Nani wants her there because it will help her game. And Nani's emotional. And, 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 <laughs> Antonio? and, sorry, one more thing. And Bananas has no emotions. Continue. All right, asshole. That's um, not mean. <laughs> no, but you said it perfectly. A Bananas does, why would Bananas want Kara there to begin with? One, Kara said his name already. And two, he's only, he, Kara can only bring him down because if they're paired up anywhere in the future, he's going to get fucked. Nani has the advantage because that's one less girl she has to worry about. Hopefully, but I I think though even though for Nani she should still be on the table because we all know what Kara is capable of, and she's still a good competitor and and she she wants to play with a broken hand herself so you you can't make that an excuse you know you want to play you gotta deal you gotta deal with it yeah but I mean if you can get out a guaranteed healthy competitor versus maybe an injured competitor wouldn't you try and get out that hundred percent healthy I mean doesn't that make sense. What I'm trying to say is that, yes, Nani should go F the car, but not yet. You should, go, you should be going F the car, like, right before the final, not... This is right before the final. No, I meant, like, the one right before the final. Because at a final, anything can happen. It could be just eating, it could be just running, and you can do both with just one hand. True. Right, keep her as a buffer. Get rid of her right before the final, and then there you go. But that does make sense, though. Keep her one more round. You can beat her in the daily, like you did this week. And then get rid of her. Yeah. That makes sense 100%. And that's the route they probably should go, in my opinion. But for Nani. For Nani. Well, even, even for Bananas, he can still get rid of her next week. Realistically, he still could. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. So... The winners decide to pull CT to the side. That's why I'm almost wondering if we should at least then pull CT to the side, but listen, dude. Yeah, I think we should. Between you and Zach, why should we throw him in as opposed to you? 
Well, I think no matter what, he's just gonna come for you anyway. I'm not gonna sit here and bash him. Bananas takes me over to what looks like a job interview. It's it's a joke. He wants to see me squirm or something. He's not he's not gonna get that. I've never said any one of your names. Don't say my name, I won't say yours. But I think the way I see it is I've gone in twice. Me and you have put in the most time on these challenges. Obviously, neither one of us need to earn any sort of stripes. But, dude, it's been a while, man, since you've been in. You want to poke a stick at the Angry Bear, go ahead. Like, that's not my bag. We are playing a game. I am scared at this point. Like, I don't want CT to come back and have it out for me and Bananas. If he does, we're screwed. I'm assuming you're picking her, too, right? CT decides to stay with his don't say my name strategy. He gives up nothing. And Nani is left more scared than he is. In this situation, did CT pick the right strategy? CT is kind of a new age Landon. He's not known for cutting a lot of deals or making a lot of alliances. Usually it's just, don't say my name and I won't say yours. Keep my name out of your mouth and I won't come for you. Is this the way that CT should have played it? Or is there something else that he could have done to make his game better? Uh, for Nani, yeah, because intimidation works, but him trying to intimidate Bananas just kind of furthers Bananas' point on going for him. Because you're such an intimidating force, you just beat me in a final a couple months ago. Like, you haven't been in elimination yet this season. I think Bananas is just in his reasoning on wanting, on wanting to target him. I would agree. Antonio? Yeah, I agree. I mean... Especially, I feel like don't I won't say your name if you don't say mine is such like the weakest offer you can give someone. Why not say guarantee like oh we can work together? There's, there's only five other guys left. So CT is really only close with Zach I would say out of the guys that are left, and Zach is close with Johnny Riley. So if I'm CT, let me be close with Bananas just for this one season. If anything, you both he's your number one, and that's it. But CT decided to play the middle game kinda. Play the dominant. I'm a, I'm CT. You know, you know who I am. You know what I'm capable of. Write it. Write his ego, and you know this time it didn't work for him. All right, let's go ahead and jump into nominations. I've got so much going on in my head right now. I've lost a best friend, and I just literally I'm past my breaking point. I'm just very overwhelmed. We sit down at nominations, and Kara is crying. This decision is getting harder and harder, and I don't know if I can vote in Kara. So, Kara is in her head, and Nani wants to change her vote. She doesn't want to go after Kara, but Bananas deads that shit. Now, TJ enters for the vote. What's up, guys? All right, well, as you guys know, Bananas and Nani won the last challenge. So you guys did a great job. You guys had to choose one guy and one girl who are not already taking part in the draw to send into the elimination round. So why don't you start us off, Nani? Give us a guy's name. See, my vote is for you, CT. All right, Bananas. I've gone in twice, did what I had to do, I've earned my spot. And uh, sometimes we gotta get dirty and remind them why we're here. So my vote's gonna be for CT. All right, CT, come on up. Give me a break. You know, I'm the biggest competition you have in a final, and you'll do anything you can to get rid of me. I mean, that's it. Let's see if the old man still has some juice left. Huh? I haven't seen you in elimination, little guy. Yeah, man. 
All right. Girl's name, Bananas. I feel like my relationship with uh, Kara has changed a lot, kind of mended whatever issues we had in the past. However, my name has come out of her mouth in this game. My vote is for Kara Maria. Wow. Honestly, what did I expect? Every good thing I've ever said about you, Johnny, I take it back. I should have known better. All right, Nani, feel the same? Um, I know everybody keeps telling me not to play with my emotions, but this decision is very emotional. I have two girls that deserve to be here. One of them has literally fought their way to make it this far into this game. Probably should vote for her, but I'm not voting for you, Cara. I'm voting for you, Teresa. I just can't do it. I can't be the ass to send this girl into an elimination with an injured hand. Okay, so there's a tie, so we'll try this again. Your vote is for Teresa, Nani? I backed Bananas in his vote for CT, so Bananas needs to back my decision and vote for Teresa. And Bananas, do you change your vote? No, my vote's staying. We're gonna try this one more time. Bananas, Nani, if you can't come to a decision, CT's gonna sit down and both of you guys are gonna come in here. You guys are gonna be in the elimination round. TJ basically drops a bomb on us. This definitely adds a whole new twist to an already twisted game. So, Nani, we'll start with you. Go ahead, what's your vote? I'm sorry, Kara, but I'm about to vote for you. So you're voting for Kara? And Bananas? My vote's not changing, sticking with Kara. All right, Kara, come on up. Thanks, Bananas. Thanks for having my back. See what's up, right? See what's up, right? Say it. I just, I don't politic, you know? That's what happens when you don't campaign for votes, you know? I didn't campaign for anything. You know that's not true. That's not so? true. You kissed Nani's ass all night. You, you are full of Right. You are full of Nobody else saw it, Teresa. Uh, so you, you want me to volunteer right now? No, exactly. I don't. But you're like, you don't deserve so this, Cara. You. You've worked your ass off. You deserve to be here so much. I do, too. I do, too. I can't believe my eyes right now. Like, are you serious? You're going to the next challenge, so good for you. And I'm going to keep fighting like I do every single okay, season. OK, and I will come back and fight, too, Cara. Okay, okay, all right, cool, 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 cool. Can you guys do this when I'm not here, please? So, Nani buckled and she voted for Cara Maria. She didn't want to, but Johnny forced her. How do you guys feel about the way that this nomination played out? I mean, it was very theatrical uh, and, and, and a little bit devastating seeing that Cara is going to get her, her ticket punched. How did this make you feel, Tyler? I was very upset because... I thought it was so disrespectful on the fact that Bananas got who he wanted for the guys, and then for the girls, he's not going to give Nani who she wants. I thought it was a total power trip. I think it kind of solidifies who he is as a competitor in the game, where it's his way and that's it, which I think works for him sometimes, but can also hinder him with you know new people coming into the challenge. And I just I didn't like how this whole thing went. If Nani wanted to vote for somebody, he should have followed suit the same way she did. Because he, she could have switched it up and voted for Zach and screwed him over. But he knew that if they didn't vote for, she'll eventually crack because Nani doesn't want to go into elimination. Uh, I think Bananas did what he had to do. I mean, before going into the nominations, they both agreed they would vote on Kara. Nani decided to change the last minute because she saw Kara cry. That's, she's playing the game based on emotions. All Banana said was like, don't play it on emotions. She could be fooling you. She wants to make it to the final. She's going to do whatever she wants to do to get into your head to get, you know, to get what she wants. 
So bananas made the right move. You don't. The challenge isn't a game you make on emotions. By guiding Nani in the right direction. Well. Oh shit! Guiding Nani in the right direction. That's a nice way to say, like, guy with a history of strong arming women verbally. Guy, guy, <laughs> right? Jesus Christ! Listen, first off, a woman's prerogative is the right to change her mind. That's one. Tyler said it best. Uh, bananas got who he wanted in the males. Nani should have got who she wanted in the females. But the biggest beef that I have in all of this is like that kind of behavior is expected from Johnny Bananas. I wish Nani would have had a little bit more backbone. Let's take a look back when Zach was teamed up with Amanda and Final Reckoning. He said, I'm not voting for Tony Bananas. Amanda's just like, well, I'm not changing my vote. He said, fuck it, we're going in. Takes off his jacket. That was a badass moment. That's a badass moment that doesn't get the amount of respect that it should. He said, I want this vote. I'm not going to change my mind. And I'm willing to go into elimination to back it up. Did they win or lose that elimination? They did. It didn't work mm. out in their favor. Mm. But I tell you what, if Tony was ever in a situation like that where he could come save Zach, I would like to think that Tony would step up if he had to, if Zach was willing to allow it. Backing it up in eliminations buys you so much more currency than anything else. Somebody knows that you are willing to go into elimination and fuck you up in it. That is just as strong as anything else. If Nani could have put a foot down. Hey, Johnny, I made my vote. This is what I want. You got who you want in the guys. If you don't want to change your vote, go pack your bags and let's get ready to go into elimination. She could have put a foot down, but the fear of going into elimination got to her. I think that would have been a career-defining moment if Nani would have stepped up and forced this vote the way she wanted it to. Because I truly believe Bananas would have buckled. Honestly, though, I think whoever TJ called on first would have changed their vote. It just, it just so happened to be Nani. I think if TJ tells, like, says, if you guys want this, you're going to the nation. If he calls on Bananas first, I think Bananas changes his vote. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that's that's not happening. I don't know, no, but I, he has a reputation of being like a very strong, like, like determined man, and I just don't think that he ever would steer off his own path. They have done this before. They have done this for years. If you go back to the ruins, the island, oh, I mean, specifically the ruins, where they're just like, oh, the guys can pick whoever they want, but the girls can only take out whoever we say. This is not nothing new. We've been seeing this. I'm not even the least bit surprised. I'm kind of surprised that Nani is surprised that it's working out this way. This is a pattern of behavior. Yeah, and that's that's something that I mean, like, it's not like I want to talk about it because obviously it's wrong. But there's been numerous times throughout the challenge history where the men have taken over and just kind of treated the women like they're disposable, which is which kind of makes it like ironic that everybody views Kara's cult as a villainous group because they're just lashing out back on everything guys have been doing for the past 30 seasons. The the way things was done, it was standard operating procedure. Get rid of as many girls as possible if you want to win. I mean, it wasn't until the duel to cutthroat where that stopped being the main thing to do. The main thing for years, uh, especially in the earlier gauntlets and the infernos, it was always get rid of the girls. Get rid of the girls. They played this for so long. But let's go ahead. That, that, that is a whole conversation in itself. And actually... You sparked up something else that I think we should do for our YouTube show, and that's loyalty. 
like the random acts of loyalty that don't actually get talked about, like Zach sacrificing himself. These are things that we need to bring up more. And yeah. You know what? That is by far and always will be my favorite Zach moment. Zach just said, fuck it. I don't want my friend to go in. Make it I a what love if episode. That. What if Zach and Amanda don't volunteer? Ooh. I actually, that, that's, it's on the list. That's actually, that's not even a bad question <laughs> I, at all. I think it's on the list. You, you go, Antonio. Woohoo. But now, let's go ahead and move into eliminations. All right, with the rest of the losing teams, please come down here. You guys are taking part in the draw. That's Devin, Johnny, Laurel, and Leroy. I'm not nervous at all. I'm going to flip the card over, and I'm just going to be able to walk back up on the bridge. That's the kill card, Leroy. Oh, my god. Clammy. Devin, come on down. 50-50 chance. I haven't been in an elimination round, thank god, because I probably wouldn't be here if I had. And I'm hoping this luck continues. The reality is setting in. Everything else is blacked out. Home's not an option. I'm going to that final. Laurel versus Carmaria. Dun, dun, dun. That card is blank. Go ahead and rejoin the group, which means you're coming down here, Laurel. Go ahead and flip that card. You're going against Carmaria. So, Leroy draws the kill card. He's been here before, and now he's going to have to go against a beast in CT. And Johnny Riley has the biggest shit-eating grin I've ever seen in my life. I swear to God, that kid is the luckiest motherfucker I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Now it's time for the girls. It's going to be Laurel versus Cara Maria. I mean, I've been saying it all season, that free agents is the perfect season. And the way that this shit lines up with an injured Cara Maria going against the She-Hulk, that is Laurel, in the elimination right before the finals, I mean, you can't write this shit any better. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. But you guys are going to have to wait until next week to see how that turns out. That is going to conclude episode 10, season 25 of the challenge Free Agents. One hell of an episode, guys. Yeah, it was good. I, th I feel like this episode, this season itself is definitely one like a new viewer should watch because like this is like the one of the best seasons. You get all the good drama you have and Basically, just all the, all the eliminations have a story behind it all. Like, no elimination, it was just, like, thrown in there, and it's, like, made no sense. Oh, this is definitely a, that's definitely a topic on one of our top tens is best challenge seasons. Don't Just wait for it. We're going to help all the fans out on where to start and go back. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's a shame we didn't get the elimination, but there was plenty of drama, and we had a banger of a daily that ran long. So... This is definitely a cliffhanger I can understand. So this cliffhanger doesn't really piss me off, kind of like how they were doing in the uh, the Dirty 30 Vendettas days. Yeah. So. I think this season um, could have had two cliffhangers, with this one being one and Bananas versus Jordan being the other. I think those are the only nah, two That wasn't necessary. No, I'm saying if they would have had to pick two, those would be it. But I wouldn't see any more than two cliffhangers this season. Because cliffhangers get like they get worn out. If you do it more than once, twi twice max, it gets overused. I mean, it, if if you're doing twenty something episodes in a season, I could see two or three. But you're right, one or two cliffhangers, and that's about it. Uh, a little quiz for you. Well, what was CT's last elimination before this one? Uh, CT's last elimination before this one. 
Oh man, hang on. Uh, Battle of the Sexes or Rivals? No, see, on Rivals 2, they didn't go into Elimination. On Battle of the X's, they didn't go into Elimination. So would it be Rivals Rivals against Johnny and Tyler? Correct. Yeah. Good job. Nice. I just got done taking an exam, man. My mind is just ready. (laughs) (laughs) So how many seasons does it go? Is that like three or four? That would Wait, be longer. that would be three. Well, Bob, this is four seasons after, so it's like three and a half. But CT playing though, it's like three, because he played two yeah. seasons in between that. You know what? One of the dopest things about this episode is during the closing credits, they play a game of um, the last time CT was in elimination. <laughs> Gentlemen, in honor of CT going back into elimination, we're gonna play a little game called. Last time CT was in elimination. <laughs> Last time CT was in elimination. The OJ Simpson trial was on TV. <laughs> Last time CT was in elimination. I've learned how to walk. <laughs> Last time CT was in elimination. I was still playing with pogs. Last time CT was in elimination. Devin's for real. <laughs> <laughs> Last time CT was in elimination was the same year we landed on the moon. <laughs> All right, guys. One hell of an episode. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Make sure you tune in next week as we wrap up the Loru versus Carver saga. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your Love War challenges, the Hitless and General Challenge gear. Bananas, close us out. Another great episode, Podsters. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website, lwcpodcast.com. Make sure while you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Podstars. Peace.